Gareth, hello to you. Um, a little bit colder today, but uh, I'm sure the sales ring will certainly be heating up once again. And uh, terrific day again here at Inglis, which is always uh, always great hospitality and great to see they've brought in the big guns like old Michael, Guy Mulcaster. Now, Guy is, like Chris Waller is um, Dan's adopted son and he says that you're his adopted uncle, Guy. Is that fair? Like, do you feel the same way about him? Uh, that's probably a no from me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to know your story. I, it's been well publicised, but for the giddy up listeners out there, so you're uh, from New Zealand, of course, um, and when people talk about the leading bloodstock agents in the game, your name is usually the first mentioned. So how did you build the reputation and what was your big break in the game? Uh, basically, I started right at the bottom. I was picking up quite a lot of horse yeah. manure for a number of years and worked for good stables around the world. Went back to New Zealand, worked for New Zealand Bloodstock for Peter Vella for 10 years. And uh, when I decided to go, I had quite a few good punters with me. Yes. So we're at the sales here, the, the Melbourne Premier Sales. So the preparation that goes in to trying to, to find the next Winks, like you found her, of course, on the Gold Coast. But... Um, how much work goes in and, and um, how difficult is it? Because it's not as easy as it looks. Uh, basically, we sort of stick to the same sort of process all the time. We try to buy the same shaped horses and you're trying to see the best looking horse walking around the ring bef as a, before they come in, you know. So how many, how many times do you want to look at a horse before you go, well, I've got to take this one home? Uh, we come here about five days before the sale starts myself and a couple of assistants and we go through the whole catalogue and then um, they'll show me the ones that they've picked out and I'll decide if they're good enough to go on my list and then we uh, walk around on the Thursday with Chris and look at probably 25 or 30 horses and then we get some vetted and mm -hmm. then we see uh, which ones we can afford. So what have you learned off Guy Dan because you've got an, an important job you've got a, a, um, a pay rise and you've been elevated at Etain because you'll be picking out their horses um, for their new venture. So what have you learnt from Guy? Well, I certainly won't be picking them out, Gareth, but um, don't I, don't, I, I definitely don't have the experience for that. But um, looking forward to that venture, which I'm sure we'll announce in, in weeks to come. But um, Oh, I thought we were right. just got announced. Yeah. <laughs> it did. But, um, but Guy, um, Guy selected a yearling for, for the new venture with, uh, with Entain up at the Magic Millions. Uh, and we're going to be working closely with Guy in months and years to come, hopefully. And um, basically what I've learned off Guy is just having that industry connection. Um, his contact book is phenomenal and just learning different aspects of the industry through uh, a range of different areas, but not only that, but also over uh, a long period of time as well. So it's been great to just shadow him around and we have a laugh, which is the most important thing. Um, yeah, a bit of fun. <laughs> we do. It's quite a long day when you look at 200 horses in a day. You've actually got to have a good wingman with you yeah. to, to throw a bit of shit around. And, yeah. you know, We've been up everybody. since 5 o'clock. And you have a lot of fun off the track as well, don't you, really? Yeah, like every day the... Saturday in Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you look at the results, you see Chris Waller at slash Guy Mulcaster. So when you when you think of Chris Waller in the modern the modern um, the modern game, there's no there hasn't been a more successful trainer. I think he turns fifty next year, just turned forty nine, and his record for Group One victories for a trainer. To have that success under 50, well, he's he's on he's on he's on his own. Um, no one's been able to do 
what he's been able to do in a short amount of time. So what makes him so great? I just think the attention to detail, the work ethic is just phenomenal. And he's always thinking about all the horses. Like he came down here on Thursday to look at these horses here and we went through the stables at Flemington, looked at every horse and made a few decisions on them and that goes in the system and that we look at them when there is spelling as well and work out a plan for them. And hopefully it comes right. What I found fascinating about Chris, I think it was on the Magic Million, during the Magic Million sales and he purchased one of the top lots and it was a colt and I think he went straight down to see the horse in the box and then he was talking to the staff and the girl that was looking after the the yearling to to get an insight what the character the, the the what kind of character that colt was and so he can learn a little bit about that horse um from the early days of um his life and then obviously he thinks that could help him training a galloper like that i found that fascinating how he went straight to the team and not just to talk about the bosses to talk to the boss of the the, the farms but also the people that look after these horses yeah it makes such a difference these people have been with these horses for you know the 12 weeks they've had their preparation and they know all the ins and outs of them and also when we're buying a horse we're watching it in the back ring making sure it behaves itself and that sort of thing as well yeah um how many have you purchased you purchased a couple here we got you? three yesterday yeah yep and we're here today waiting for another one will you find a bargain book one is coming to an end and then book two do you, do you do you go to book two or you're too good for book two these days? <laughs> uh, we're always happy to buy a cheaper horse, Gareth. <laughs> um, you might have to get one for old Dan Syndicate these days. Surely you can. Why, why don't you put your hand up, mate? Well, Guy's been instructed to go to, to book one. Um, book one only at the moment anyway. <laughs> we're we're going to uh, go to the top, hopefully. Um, we'll see how that goes. But um, just a quick one, guys. Is there a favourite sale of yours around the world? We're not just going to limit to Australia. Mm. I tell you, Deauville's pretty good. You in go France, to, yeah, yes. Yeah, you go to Deauville, the race course and the sales ground are right next to each other. Yep. You go in your shorts, you sit under the trees, <laughs> you watch group one racing all afternoon, and then you walk over to the complex and buy the horses at night. And if you buy a horse to a certain value... They give you a big bottle of champagne. I do, I'm a bit like, does Chris get a little bit worried about you? Because I thought, like, when I when I paint the picture of Guy Molecaster before I met you, I thought, well, he'd be one of the most, um, which you are. Don't take this the wrong way, but I thought, like, you'd be in bed by 8 o'clock and making sure that you um, are fresh and ready to go. But you're one of the, the, my great inspirations in life. <laughs> <laughs> they call him the captain. Um he just delivers a show when he's out. He's the, the life of the party, but then you rock up here and dominate. Yeah, but remember, we had a drink the other night yes. at the atrium bar, yeah. and you said that we could come on the radio the next morning with you, and this tent wasn't open for the next two days. No. So obviously you'd had a couple of big nights as well. Well, well the captain, they, they tell me that, like, you're very hard to get to. Like, you don't like to do too much media because you're the number one at what you do. And and you don't like to give too many secrets away. No, there's no secrets. <laughs> um, if someone else said, all right, because Jack Dickens, you know, Dicko, he joins us. And he's, a, as Wayne Hawkes and Johnny O'Neill called him the other day, the Bush Ranger. And I remember before the classic, he said, oh, Gareth, Guy Mulcaster's <laughs> gave me a list and he's going to help me. And I'm, I can't talk to you because he's, he's, he's a busy man. He's given up an hour of his time to show me around. And I thought to myself, Dicko... He's not going to give you the ASAP, brother. What did, has he got a future or not? 
He asked me if I could find him a couple of horses that might have been under the radar. <laughs> and I looked at my notes and I gave him a little list and the yeah. first one came out and made 180000 <laughs> So I think that was the end of Dicko. Yeah. <laughs> and he says your best mates, however. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I've met him once. Yeah. <laughs> well, so how many have you? how many have you got on... Don't give away your numbers or anything like that, but how many do you want to buy today? One. Just the one? Yeah. I'm excited. I'll just, you know what I'd be doing here? What would you be I'll doing? Just, I'd, I'd follow you and like... What um, do you think I'm doing? Yeah, no, but I wouldn't <laughs> let him know that I'm following him and then and then follow you. Because you need to someone like, wouldn't you, when you start bidding on a horse, that would give it away, wouldn't you? You need a decoy, someone out wide, like mm. like a Dan Cobby to bid for well, you. Well, yesterday I was on the phone talking to a bloke that was going to buy a horse. Yeah. And a good friend of mine that I used to work for, Michael Moroni, was sitting next to me. Yeah. And he goes, it's a bloody nice horse, but it can't walk. Yeah. And I go, well, thanks for that, Mike. You've just wrecked my sale. <laughs> and I said, and when's the next walking race at Flemington? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mike, Wayne Hawks was telling the story about Mike Moroni's been telling everyone the Kiwis are just going to dominate. Um, this, the Autumn Carnival. The Gardos won a Group 1. Imperatrice was a little unlucky. Sharp and Smart might win the Derby. New Zealanders might just take over this country soon. They might not as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, as I say, they might not win the Derby. Yeah. Who's going to win the Derby? Manzois. It was a good run. I liked the last two fur, uh, the last furlong of Manzois. Would you recommend that we have something on with Bet365, Captain? Is there a boost? Yes. Is there any bonus bets? Yes. Get involved. All right, then. Have you got a winner for us? Oh, I really like us. Aussie Pinker. I think he's a very good horse. Jeez. Oh, the, the boys were counting their cash, and unfortunately they got the news through that I reckon you've had a few temperatures when you've woken up and you've continued to run. Unfortunately, we can't run the horses when they've got a temperature. No, but no. we have to just bat through it, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we do. Just well, have a couple of Nurofen and work on. Yeah. <laughs> What's Ospipenko? Where's Ospipenko going next? Sounds like he's going to head to the rider, and then um, I guess he's got a few options beyond that. But I guess with a horse that's had somewhat of a setback is that to just try and get through to this next run first before you start worrying about down the track too much. And is Fangirl going to the Doncaster? Well, we're hoping she comes to the All-Star Mile, and aren't we? And then after that, because I've got her in my futures bet for the Doncaster. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. She's got so many options, I think, with a, a filly like her. So yep. let's see what happens. But um, she's been announced as one of the, the wild cards. So. Which is terrific. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Captain, geez, it's a privilege and honour to have you. Can, can we get a photo, Jacko? I need to get a photo with the Captain, because you know what? I've been trying to get Chris Waller on this show for I don't know how long and Dan promises me and he goes, well... We actually discussed it this morning, didn't we, Captain? You've more of a chance to get... 15 minutes we discussed yeah. this mm. so and he you... loves going on the radio, you... but you're going to have to ring him direct. Yeah, I know. Okay. He's, um, he's, he's, he's got a PR or a press sec that's very hard to... Um, well, she doesn't really like us. I don't think giddy up. So, may, hopefully, you can put in a good word for Definitely us. Definitely, I'll do that in the next half an hour. And yeah, then he, Chris will probably be here to have a look at this horse we're going to buy today for about twenty five thousand. So beautiful. Yeah, I'll he's going to give up his whole afternoon to come down radio, and see it. Yeah, um, we'll take five percent just to join the stable. Cheers, Gareth. Thank you.